Yo, <laughs> welcome to the underground. A place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Y'all know I'm just a voice calling out, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17. You know, Jesus was saying the same thing. He said, From that time, Jesus began to preach. And what he was saying, Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So I ain't doing nothing new, y'all. I'm just preaching the same message he was preaching. And you know, it's time for us to repent. Time must time for us to come back to God. And you know, repent shouldn't be a scary word. It shouldn't be a scary word. It shouldn't be a word that intimidates us. It shouldn't be a word that uh bring fear to us. It should be a word that excites us. Repent is a word that should should, should bring us hope. Bring us joy. Why? Because we finna come back to God. We've been reconciled to God in our rightful positions. We're not finna be lost out here. We're not finna be confused out here no more. We finna know exactly what we are on earth to do. So repent should be a word that brings us joy. Not a word that say, oh my God, I don't, I don't feel like hearing that. Why not? You don't feel like hearing about life? You don't hear, you don't want to hear about the truth, the way, the life, you know, because no man comes to the father, but by him, who is him, Jesus Christ. And that's why we have to repent. But yeah, welcome to the underground, man. I hope y'all ready to get this word in, you know, you know, help y'all ready to get this word in. just got off work, you know, had a, uh, you know, a little tough day like that, but you know, ain't nothing God can't handle. You feel me? Ain't nothing God can't handle. So, yeah. Let me tell y'all, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to get in First Thessalonians chapter 4. And I wanted y'all to know, like, the way I choose what to read is I just open the word of God. So every, you know, morning and night throughout the day, I'm reading the word. I'm reading the word. And so, like today, I was in uh, Thessalonians. And I'll be reading something and I'll just be like, oh, you know what? I need to tell God's people that. And that's it. It ain't like no uh, deep thing that I go through, to be honest with you. It's just I'll be reading the word and I'll be like, let me tell God's people what he talking about. Let me tell God people what he talking about. And why we need to tell God's people? Because Hosea chapter four and verse six tells us my people are being destroyed because of the lack of knowledge, because they don't know me. So when I read the word and it tells us about God, I say, well, let me go tell God's people about what he's saying, about what he want us to do, because I love them and I don't want them to be destroyed. So that's that's how that's all I'm doing right here, man. That's all. I'm just telling y'all what God, this 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 is not my opinions. This is not what I think we should be doing. What I believe to make uh God's people do better. Now nah, this is all what thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. You know what I mean? And this is why we do what we do. So, First Thessalonians chapter four. First Thessalonians chapter four. In a in a you know the little title. It says, live to please God. And so when I was reading that, I was like, man, you know what? Some people may not know how we, I didn't know growing up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know these things. 
through my mid-20s, stuff like that, how to live to please God. I didn't know these things. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who don't know these things, especially if you go up, grow up in an environment that's godless, that ain't even seeking God. You know, that's the type of environment I grew up in. I don't blame anybody for it either. It's just, it is what it is. I grew up in that type of environment. It was godless, you know? And so now that I uh, I have this privilege of God in, uh, entrusting me with his word and showing me how he want his people to live, I'm like, oh, well, let me go tell my people. Let me go tell God's people then, straight up. It's like if, if, if you knew that you had a cure to cancer or a cure to AIDS, or a cure to any type of disease, you'll want to tell people because you don't want to see people where well, if you have a heart at least, or if you have, you know, compassion for people, you don't want to see people dying out there or you don't want to see people lost. So you'll be like, hey, let me tell y'all how to get this. Let me tell y'all how to get better. And so that's what the word of God is. It tells us how to get better. It tells us how to live to please God. Because I don't know about y'all, look, before I'm living to try to please anybody in this world, before I'm living to try to be cool with anybody in this world, the first being, spirit that I'm trying to be cool with, person I'm trying to be cool with, is God. Straight up, hands down, I'm trying to be cool. I'd rather be cool with God before I'm cool with anybody else. So let me find out, hey, how do I live to please you? How do I live so me and you can be cool? Because what profit a man if he gain all these friends? What profit a man if he gain all his clout? What profit a man if he gain all his popularity, but he lose his soul? The scriptures talks about that, right? So I'm not trying to please everybody and lose my soul. How about we try to please God? and protect our soul. You know what I mean? So our soul can grow in the knowledge and revelation of who God is. You know what I mean? So 1 Thessalonians chapter four, let's start at verse one. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus. We urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus. See, they coming in Jesus name. Because his name carry that weight. His name carry that authority. You know, my name don't carry no authority. That's why I don't even say my name. That's why I don't care about my name. That's why I'm just a voice. My identity doesn't matter. Who, who cares what I'm saying? It's what thus says the Lord saying. His words hold weight. His words change people's lives. His words stands forever throughout eternity. His word would never pass away. His word been here before me and you both got here. And it's still going to be here after we long and gone. So we come in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And they say to live in a way that pleases God. Are you living in a way that pleases God? Man of God, are you living in a way that pleases God. Woman of God, are you living in a way that pleases God? Young person, you say you believe in God, but are you living in a way that pleases him? 
Are you living in a way that shows that y'all are in a fellowship together? Y'all in relationship together, right? You know, when you when you going out with somebody, you're dating somebody, you're in marriage somebody, you 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 in covenant with somebody like that, right? You hope they're living in a way that shows that they're in a they're in a committed relationship with you, right? Because if they not doing that, you will feel played. You will feel like, wait a minute, I'm getting cheated. I deserve for somebody to live in such a way that shows that they're in a relationship with me. Well, God is saying the same thing to you, brothers and sisters. He's saying you should be living in a way that shows your life is pleasing to God. As we have taught you. The end of uh, verse one, as we have taught you. The scriptures teach us how to live to please God. The scriptures, that Bible that's on your bookshelf, that Bible that's in the back of your seat in your car, that Bible that's in your trunk, that Bible app that you haven't opened yet. Huh? I know you open up your Facebook app and your Instagram app more than you open up that Bible app. But that Bible app is going to teach you how to please God. Instagram can't teach you that. Facebook can't teach you that. Mm -hmm. The stock market can't teach you that. Colleges, they can't teach you that. They can teach you how to make it in this world. But the Holy Scriptures teach you how to live in such a way that pleases God. How you doing with that? Huh? You got to ask yourself these tough questions. You got to ask yourself these questions so you can bring yourself into reality. We want to bring our mind. We want to bring our heart. And we want to bring our bodies into reality. We want to bring it all into the truth. So we ask ourselves these type of questions as we go through the word of God. Okay, let's keep going. It says you live this way already. Some of us are living this way already. But we don't want to get comfortable, right? We want to keep striving. We want to keep getting better at it every day. And if we're living this way already, we don't want to look down on people, have a judgmental attitude towards people. What we do want to do is speak the truth to them and try to encourage them on that way. Because we know uh, we want to always live in this way. Yeah, we know that. We know everybody in here know we weren't all living this way. Yeah, some of us was the, the worst sinners. Your boy speaking that uh, right now. Yeah, was the, the chief of all sinners. That was who I am. But now that we're living this way already, it says, and we encourage you to do so even more. He said, he's telling us, don't get comfortable. Wait a minute, y'all getting too comfortable. Don't just get comfortable with going to church on Sunday. Don't just get comfortable with going to church on Sunday and Wednesday. And that's all you good. You good for you. You cool. Nah, he say, do it even more. Strive more. Be more set apart. Sanctify yourself even more. Separate yourself even more. Study the word of God even more. Fast even more. You see what I'm saying? These are things that we want to do. Witness even more. Do Bible studies even more. Do your gift even more. Whatever gift God has given you, he said, I want you to exercise it even more. 
exercise it even more. You know, when we go into the gym, we don't get comfortable. Even though we start losing weight, even though we start seeing our defined muscles come in, you see what I'm saying? And your back looking good and your, your arms starting to look good. Them uh, legs starting to look good. Your stomach looking good. You see what I'm saying? You ain't going to stop. You ain't going to just get comfortable with that. You go do it even more because you satisfied with the results that the gym has given you. Well, we want to do even more in our walk with God because we are satisfied with the results it has given us. It has given us the truth and it has given us the life. It has given us the fruits of the spirit. Galatians chapter five and verse 22. So we want to do this even more, right? Come on now. So I encourage you to keep on going. Verse two, for you remember what we were taught. For you remember what we taught you by the authority of the Lord Jesus, excuse me, by the authority again. You see where we coming in? We coming in in the authority of Jesus. We not coming in the authority of our ministry. We not coming in the authority of our titles. We not coming in the authority of what school we went to or what seminary school we went to. Don't know. Uh, okay, that's cool. The devil don't care about that authority. We not coming in authority of I'm a prayer warrior. We not coming in authority authority of I'm an apostle or I'm the first lady or I'm deacon so and so and pastor so and so and bishops. Okay, that's cool. That's cute for your business card. But if we want to change lives, if we want the power of God to manifest in our society, in our communities, at our schools, in our families, we need to come in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell somebody and say, I need to come in the authority of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We got to get back to, uh, you know, saying that name. Uh, you know, I, I get it the most high and uh, the man upstairs and, you know, uh, uh, the universe and all these, you know, fly names that we want to say because we really don't want to just say Jesus. I don't know why the, the universe is scared to say Jesus. Why do why people being scared to say Jesus? You know, demons tremble at that name. Yeah, they don't tremble at the name of Bishop. <laughs> They don't tremble at the name of uh, uh, the apostles. Nah, they 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 don't tremble at the name of uh, New Mazine, such and such Baptist church, or, or or this type of church, or non-denomination church, or that type of organization. Nah, they don't tremble at that. But what they do tremble at is that name Jesus. See, right now, even even though I, when I said that, they trembling right now. Mm -hmm. They trembling right now because I'm coming in, in the authority of Jesus. This word is being transferred throughout the universe right now. Mm. God's people is receiving this word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse three, God's will is for you to be holy. So stay away from sexual sin. My this is where if if you're confused about what God wants you to do, right? Because I know sometimes we get that we don't know what 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 excuse me, what God has planned for us. You know, I'll be burping sometimes, y'all, because I I'll be eating, you know, fruit and stuff. And I'll let I i do not know. Pray for me. Anyway, uh <laughs> God's will. Sometimes we get confused 
We don't know what, what is his will. Well, right here, he's telling us, okay, you don't know what you want me. To, you don't know what I need you to do. Well, right here, I'm telling you, my will for your life, here it is. Here it is. It's for you to be holy and stay away from sexual sin. Simplicity. I know we get these big words and these big prophecies and these big uh, uh, destiny words from people. But sometimes God just say, before you, before we get into our lit, right now, where you at right now in your life, are you living holy? And are you staying away from sexual sin? Mm. Are you staying away from it? You got to ask yourself that. You're a woman of God. You're a man of God. You're a young person of God. And you really deep down inside your heart really want to do the work of God. You really want to walk with God. You really want to please God. Well, he's saying, okay, this is, you really want to be in a relationship with God. You want to be close with God. You want to be cool with God. You want to have a, just a, 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 a nice conversation with God daily. He said, okay, well, listen, we got to start off. He said, I want you to live holy, and I need you to start staying away from sexual sin. Yeah, I need you to start staying. You're like, wait, oh, man. You know, and, that, and that's tough for a generation that's being born bombarded with sexual activities. Most of us are, are in bondage. We are bound by the spirit of, of lust and sexual sin. We are, I mean, we are hooked. And God is saying, I want you to stay away from those things. Growing up, you th I didn't know that. Growing up in the environment I, didn't, I was in, I didn't know that God wanted us to stay away from that. I didn't know he wanted us to live holy lives whole lives, complete lives, clean lives, pure lives. I didn't know. But now as I'm opening up his word, I'm saying, oh, okay. And I believe, I really believe this. I believe that there are sincere people out there who just don't know what God is want, uh, expecting from them. And this is why he sent people like me and other people that's preaching his word. You, you got to have an open heart to what God is saying. Stop looking at the person who's preaching the word of God. Stop getting in your feelings of how they saying it all. Oh, they, well, they didn't say it in a nice way. Why they got to talk like that? Stop getting in your feelings, LMA. All in your feelings. So deep in my feelings. Get out your feelings. And open your heart and receive the word of God and watch it change your life. But again, your God's will. He go to will for uh for most of us out here. He said, I want you to live holy, and I want I want y'all to start staying away from sexual sin. We be asking God for direction in our life, and He be saying, uh, first get out of that sexual sin. Right. He said, I'll tell you more once you, you know, get away from all that sexual sin. So some of us got some work we got to do, right? Some of us got to start crucif crucifying our flesh, right? Right? Yeah. 
I encourage you to do that even more, as the scripture said. Verse four, then each of you, he said, when you start living holy and when you start staying away from sexual sin, verse four says, then each of you will control his own body. You will control your own body. You hear that? You can't control nobody else's body. A lot of you jealous people out there trying to control somebody, telling them where they can go, telling them what they can wear, telling them what they can do, telling them what time they could be home. Wait a minute. God said you can control your own body. How you go try to control somebody else's body, but you're not even controlling your own? Lucille, sit down, devil. Mm-mm. We got to stop with all this control that we trying to do. Controlling people. Mind control. All that type of stuff. God say, control your own body. How about that? And live in holiness and honor. Not in lustful passion like the pagans, which is the world, who do not know God in his ways. Okay? Verse 6, it says, never harm or cheat a fellow believer in this matter by violating his wife. For the Lord avenges all such sins as we have Solomon warned you before. See, hey, you, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know this. Hey, brothers, check this out. God say, don't be trying to violate other dudes' wives. We used to think that was player. We used to think, oh man, I, oh man, I got somebody wife. We used to, honestly, we thought that was player. Growing up where I grew up, that was a notch under your belt. You were so cocky with it. You thought we thought we were so player with it. But God say, hey man, never harm or cheat a fellow believer in this matter by violating his wife. For the Lord avenges all such sins. Man, when we do that, y'all, see, this is something I know we probably don't know. When we doing that type of stuff, God say, yo, I'm coming to avenge that. Now you got beef with me. Now you got beef with me, player. Because I don't like that. Messing with somebody's husband, God say, I don't like that. Now you got beef with me. What? I ain't. Oh, snap. I ain't know that, God. See, some of us right now, listen to this. We got some work we got to do. <laughs> or we got some, you know, uh, some. We got to ask God to purify us from such things we did in the past. Purify our minds, dear God. Forgive us for the things that we knew not what we was doing. We ain't know. We ain't know. We was just trying to uh, appease out. We was just following our lustful passion. That's all. Not knowing God in his ways. Some of us probably just didn't know. And God is saying, I'm telling you now. What are you going to do with the information that I'm giving you? Are you just going to say, oh, okay, that's cool. Or are you going to apply this to your life? That's what God be wanting us to do. And I don't want my brothers and sisters in Christ, my brothers and sisters out here to have Lord, I mean, the Lord avenging them. I don't want y'all having beef with God like that. That ain't a pretty sight. Yeah, that's not pretty, man. 
You can have beef with anybody in these streets. You can have beef with any gangs that you want. You can have beef with any females you want, beef with any uh, dudes you want. But one thing you don't want to have beef with, and that's with God. Yeah, that I, I just, I don't want that from nobody. Verse seven, God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. What's my calling? What's my calling? I'm fasting and praying because I just need to know what my calling is. Live a holy life. Simplicity. I know, but I'm saying I just need to know, like, what, what's my future like? What I need to be doing? What's my destiny to live a holy life? To stop living impure lives. Stop thinking impure thoughts. Stop treating people with impure motives. You know what I'm saying? Ask God to help us be pure. And wherever you at, you start to apply that. I'm going to be uh, holy at school. I'm not going to be impure with my uh, friends. I'm not going to be impure with my uh, boyfriend. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be impure with my girlfriend. I'm not going to be impure with my wife. I'm not going to be impure with my, with my husband. You know, I, I'm going to try to live holy in front of them. I'm going to try to treat them as holy. I'm going to try to talk to them holy. Have respect for them in such a holy man manner. These are the things that God is asking us to do. Wherever you at, you can start doing this right now. You can start doing this right now. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching but is rejecting God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. <laughs> but we do, but we don't need to write to you about the importance of loving each other for God himself has taught you to love one another. Verse 10, indeed, you already show your love for all the believers throughout Macedonia, throughout the United States, throughout the uh, America, throughout Europe, throughout Germany. OK, even so, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you to love them even more. So God is saying, hey, I'm urging and encouraging you guys to love people even more, which is hard to do. Right. My God is hard to love people. I don't know about y'all, but I struggle with that. Pray for me. Pray for me. Just just loving people. You know, it's a it's a hard, especially when they get on your nerves. Just loving people. And we know that's the first and great greatest commandment, to love one another, right? So that's why we got to be in the presence of God daily, because I'm like, God, show me how to love this person. Show me how to love this person. Show me how to love this person. You know, we should be in the presence of God daily trying to figure out how to love people at our jobs, in our ministries, at our house, our family members. You know, we, ooh, we. Amen. Verse 11. Make it your goal to live a quiet life. Make it your goal. Our, so God is saying your goals. Your goals. Should be living a quiet life. If God was to look at your Instagram, is it quiet? Is it is it quiet? You know. Was it boastful? Is it turned up? 
if you look at your Facebook, is it is it quiet? You know, is it, is it just a peaceful life? Not too much bragging, not too much boasting, not too much stun, not too much showing off your body. You know, just 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 quiet. It's it's cool. It's quiet. You know, if he if if he was it just look at your life right now as we speak right now as we is it a quiet life? Because that should be your goals. We have we've been setting worldly goals. And want God to bless those goals. God say, I'm not, I'm, that, that ain't a goal of mine. My goal is for y'all to be holy. My goal is for y'all to stay away from sexual sin. And my goal is for y'all to live peaceful, quiet lives. I see that those are the things that I bless. We didn't know. See, we don't know those type of things. We perish because we don't know those type of things. I never knew. And I'm sure a lot of y'all never knew, and it's okay, you know, it's okay, that the goal that God wants us to have is that we live a quiet life. And then he says, minding your own business. <laughs> oh, man. God say a goal that I will have, mind your own business. Touch somebody and say, mind your business. <laughs> Mind your business. Why are you all up in people's business? Huh? Why are you all up on people's business? Why are you all up on other people's pages? Why are you all up in other people's relationships? Because you're not minding your business. You're not accomplishing the goals that the Father wants you to accomplish. So if you're not on the same go, see, we're trying to have relationship goals with God. Before I have, oh, talk to us, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Before I have a relationship goal with any human being, let me get on relationship goals with God. So let us, let me work on the goals that my father want me to work on. So me and his relationship can be cool. We can last forever. Right. Minding your own, working with your hands, minding your own business and working with your hands, just as we instructed instructed you before, working with your hands. And if we're working with our hands, right, we'll, uh, that means if we're trying to live a holy life, the things that we do with our hands, the work that we do is to be holy too. Can't be a dope boy. Okay. Can't be a dope boy. And, and working with your hands and saying, uh, you, you, you got a relationship with God. Just saying. Can't be climbing up the pole with them hands. He, he wasn't talking about that. He he want he not you not work count ones that just don't go with this holy life God is uh, calling you to to be to do. We don't know. I know we don't know. We we don't know because I see this all the time. I, I mean, I see it with my eyes all the time where we're living a a, a life that's foreign to what God is telling us and expects from us 
and we will have you know we i don't know because of just the lack of knowledge we'll say god blessed us and it's like uh no no he didn't no he didn't god is not blessing that lifestyle he's not he's not going to bless an impure lifestyle that's that's against his character okay that's against his character god is not in the business of being shady what you do what you do have blessed you have mercy over your life right now the mercies of god is just over your life you know he's holding back uh judgment that's what you have over your life right now when I was out there living in pure life for such a long time, by the way, uh, that's what uh he had over my. It was mercy. God doesn't bless impure, unholy, unsanctified lives that goes against His word. Verse twelve. Then people who are not believers will respect the way you live and you will not need to depend on others. When we live this life, see, this is why, let's be real, you know, the church these days doesn't have the respect that it should have. The respect like our ancestors had in the Old Testament, well, they was in fear of the people of God. Oh, they were such in fear. They reverenced the people, people of God because they knew they was, a, you know, they just knew. Uh, okay, they were God. They weren't perfect, but they just had a certain reverence about it. And right now, I just we need to have a certain reverence as God people. So we got to get a certain respect back, a certain aura back, a certain swag back, a certain drip back. You feel me? Well, they know. Okay, yeah, them God's people. But we have to live a certain way we have to live a certain way and what's that way let me go over real quick again uh just to live a holy life wherever you at staying away from sexual sins you feel what i'm saying uh not uh getting at your homeboy wife and your your, your best friend husband uh-uh we can't be doing all that let that go not living imperial uh lives you feel me loving one another Okay, we we live in a quiet life, peaceful life, not boasting, not bragging, not stunting all the time, not making people envy of what we have. We just quiet with it. We low key with it. You see what I'm saying? We very low key with what we are doing. We're not always on them cameras. We're not always, you know, in front of, you know, uh -uh, get off, get off all that. Especially if you, you know, a man of God, man. You got to stay off them uh, cameras. Straight up. We got to be low-key with it. Minding your own business. We ain't all in people business. You, you know, hey, if that's what you got going on, cool. I, don't, I ain't trying to get into all that. You feel me? I'm over here minding my own business. Working with our hands. You know, working. Doing a honorable work a holy work not impure work not work that's that's shady not work that can get us locked up and they won't let you out okay and 
we live this way so people can start respecting us. People start respecting us, start asking us, hey, well, what the, what God you serve? And we let them know, right? So yeah, man, that was all, you know, something I just wanted to talk about, what the Holy Spirit wanted to talk about. You feel me? I hope y'all are having a good day. Hope everything going right in y'all life. Hope y'all having a good relationship with God, good conversations with God, man. Uh, Revelations 3 and 3 says, remember then what you received and heard. So remember what you received and heard today. Keep it, keep it in your heart, keep it in your mind, keep it in front of you, keep it before your children. You know what I'm saying? And repent. Repent. You know, the things that you probably you probably heard some things that you didn't know about and you all up in it. Ask God, say, God, help me repent. It, it may not be easy too to repent just automatically. Sometimes we got to, you know, take steps to repentance. But let's start making those steps today, right? If you will not wake up, the scripture said, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. God's just talking that gangster talk. <laughs> he talking that gangster talk. He's, he's saying, I'm going to come like a thief and you ain't going to know when I come against you. I'm going to sneak up on you. Give me what you got. So, yo, that was the underground for the day, man. I love y'all. Keep your head up. Keep pushing and live that holy life. One.